Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. Uh, if you're new to the program, I'm your host, Michelle Mache. Uh, those of you that are returning and tried and true, always great to see you all and connect with you all. I guess etherically see you, right? Uh, those of you that are listening later by the archive, hello, you're with us in spirit at the beginning of the program. And all of you, I'd like to really, really thank for um, your great appreciation, comments, and reviews on iTunes and other podcast outlets, um, as well as on social um, Instagram, Facebook, a little bit on Twitter, but been getting a lot of comments, and YouTube, my YouTube channel. So really want to thank all of you um, that are now newly listening and showing appreciation from the show in your emails. I do read every email, every comment on Facebook and Twitter, and as well as YouTube. Um, I like to keep in contact. So, And hello, everyone in the chat, also known as the Sacred Space of Empowerment Room. Got some great um, beings in there. As always, grounding the energy, my co-hosts, cohorts, and co-pilots, as I like to say. If you did have a question or a comment, you can call me at 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. And that gives an alert uh, in the queue and lets me know that you actually want to get on the air because a lot of people listen mostly by archive, but we have a lot of listeners by phone So and listening by at work. So I want to make sure that I don't interrupt. Um, If you are in the chat as a guest, that's great. If you'd like to interact, um, comment, or ask questions from the chat, you just need to sign up um, at BTR Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Just do a profile. So I think most people know that, but we do get new listeners, and I do get sometimes emails of people saying, I couldn't ask you a question in the chat. Well, you can listen as a guest, but if you want to interact in the chat, you do need to create a blog talk radio profile. Again, the call in number, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad. Got a little froggy. You can hear my voice. A little froggy, froggy. Um, I'm really excited. You guys stick around. I know a lot of you like to get your questions answered, and I am going to jump um, into those rather quickly. I have one email question I'm going to answer because, uh, to me, it pertains to what a lot of people are going through. And then I'll be getting to caller um, questions and uh, comments. Uh, today we have Gail Minogue on uh, air. She'll be coming on in our second half half of the program when we have our awakening dialogue, and she is a 
I would say numerologist and uh, strategist. She's able to read trends and help people navigate uh, through transition and change. Um, she works with individuals as well as corporations. So stick around for her or catch her in the archives. Um, a friend of mine turned me on to her, and she's just uh, a you know breadth of knowledge. Um, so you want to stick around for that. If you want to check her out uh, before she comes on air or while she's on air, that's gailminogue.com, G-A-I-L-M-I-N-O-G-U-E. Okay, or it's in the uh, show description because I know a lot of you like to check out people when they are um, – I kind of like that too. Somebody told me, please mention at the beginning of the of the show the 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 um, website address, so we can you know look look at the guests, get a handle on the guests, and check them out. So some of you already buy the books and so forth. Before um, <laughs> while on air, that's been known to happen while we're having our chat. Okay, so, oh, also I want to let everyone know I do have a um, teleworkshop coming up that is going to be very transformative. Um, they all are, but this one is going to have a little extra, um, a little extra juice. <laughs> uh, for the Libra uh, full moon, working with the uh, economic energies and the Libra full moon, uh, very powerful time frame. We've been in a mirroring time frame from the end of uh, March, uh, that Libra full moon, into this one. Now, this mirroring cycle is going to continue. Uh, it's actually the overall arching of it started in 2009 when we moved into right relationship and right livelihood. And esoterically or the, you know, esoteric or soul-centered, I would say, perspective or philosophy or doctrines, we're ending the glamour realm, Right. And you've, many of you have heard me talk about this. But, and this is why we're seeing a lot come up. And, and you can see it astrologically as well and from a numerological standpoint as well. Where the, the shadow of the Piscean era was the icon or the idol, you know, or the victim and the abuser. You know, what's iconic? You know, the landlord, the lording above on, a, on an ego level and, and the minion, Right. So this is why you've seen a couple reasons why you've seen the the, the the shadow material, the astral emotional material come up so that it can be healed. I mean, we can't heal what we can't see or feel, right? Awareness is 80%. So we can't change what we're not aware of, right? So awareness is key. So we are seeing a lot of, well, you know, narcissistic wounding, which every, many people have a bit of that. Some of that can be healed. Or managed, then we have the extremes of it. If you get into, you know, borderline personality disorder, you know, mood regulation disorders, you know, uh, um, narcissism, uh, sociopath, right? You know, we're seeing a rise of that, and we're we're seeing both a rise of it or an awareness of it. A lot of people attribute it to social media. I do not. I feel that's just a lens. That's like saying because it. Believe me, it's it's been around. People just did it differently. People just it may have not been online. They may have been at, at the bar, you know, or the neighborhood temple or whatever, <clears throat> or church. Or so we we have we're having to see this. So the movement to right livelihood or aligning to what how is 
we have to align first to right relationship within ourselves, our higher self, God, the all that is, or our place in the world, you know, our, our special unique gifts, our own soul design, if you will. And then how we live authentically. It's not just about livelihood, meaning career or job or work, but a, a whole panoply of things. You know, how do we fit into, into the big picture, our little picture in our world and the big picture? So this is having to show these woundings within ourselves individually. So there's a very a, a highlighting focus. Plus, if you look at it from a numerological standpoint, we're, it, you know, 2000, that was the shifting, 2000, 2001, up to 2005 when the converging flow began to happen, that part of the awakening is about relationship to ourselves, each other, and the interrelationship to everything and everyone, right? So it has to bring up the way that we relate or others relate to us and what are the woundings, the core woundings. Some people can look at it as, you know, form of, you know, sacred wounding or making life more sacred. What are the sacred contracts or what gets in the way, you know, the feeling of isolation or separation. So we go into a 20, starting this, you know, on the 5th of this month, it started with with the new moon, highlighting these relationships and I want to say interrelationships, moving from dependency or codependency to complete independence into interdependence. So a lot of shadow material in relationship or relating, I should say, is coming up right now. There's a lot of mirroring. And that's to help us move out of extreme projection more into a balanced way of looking at things where we're able to move into perception. You know, because psychologically we don't look – the world isn't just all about projection. It's not just because I see it in you, that means it's in me. No, I can see something in you that's not in me. You know, I I may not be able to name it or recognize it, but I can feel or intuit or know what what something is, whether it's something really, really on or really right or something really off or really wrong, if you want to put it in those kind of dialectic terms. But it's moving into that awareness because once we can have a handle on what is projection, where am I projecting, you know, then we can live more from perception, which is living more from the higher self, which is living more in that meditative state or aligned or attuned state, or it's, it's not living in the extremes of the polarity plane, right? So we're going to be um, diving into some of this on the Libra, um, it'll be on the 20th, uh, we're going to use the energies of the full moon and everything that's happening, so I'm going to do a bit of an overview of what's going on and um, do some emotional clearing do some interplane meditation to assist. I'm really finding, i got to say, you guys, and I'd love your comments or feedback on this, that, you know, I've had to, with a few clients, I've really kind of had to um, emphasize this, that, you know, a lot is changing, but a lot has changed. And, again, the script has been flipped or switched, if you will, that, you know, we used to relate in the old paradigm a lot from analyzing and logic and reason, and that's not going away. However, again, there's a, there's a dynamic that has changed, that we're now to be led more from our higher knowing, our intuition, to listen to that first. What do you want to call higher self? Many of you have guides you work with, whatever that, 
basically it's working with the consciousness, not so much on, you know, what's been manifested already, but getting to the causal point. And that is soul-centered, living from the higher self, whatever terms you want to use. That, because before in the old paradigm, people didn't ask for help or look intuitively or how do I feel about things until it, it, the last resort, right? Then it's like, oh, I'll, I'll get therapy or I'll go see a coach or I'll go see, a, you know, a psychic channel or, you know, a, a soul coach or a spiritual coach, life coach or an intuitive or I'll learn to trust my intuition, you know, or I, I, I knew I shouldn't have done this or I knew I should have done this, but I didn't listen. So that muscle is really being stretched and used to get to become stronger. For some, it's atrophy. For some, it's never been developed. And so the secondary aspect will be the logic, the reason, or the figuring things out. And it's really about combining those message centers, those information centers, those processing centers of the gut, the heart, and the brain and connecting in through the mind. You know, our mind can be, so that's why if, if we're going to use those, we have to be clear, emotionally clear as much as possible. We have to know our woundings. We have to have a much more, you know, awareness and live more awake because skewed emotions or stuck states or chronic stuck states or chronic, you know, you know emotional patterns or condition response patterns block us. Reactions block us. Being stuck and paralyzed with fear or, or busy, busy, busy out of fear, you know, trying to make things happen blocks our own connection to our own inner knowing. So that really, and it was requiring all of us to, which is going to bring me to the question from Walter, it's bringing us to a point of tuning in more and being with ourselves more and taking those divine times to turn within, you know. Um, it's, it's requiring people go with it. And I'm telling you, if you do, you'll be less squeezed. That's all I can say. If you kind of get on the bandwagon and by the way, it's you, what you can call it, God, the universe, the, all that is, it's that aspect of you. We connect through the mediating intelligence of our higher self, but we are connected to that innate intelligence of the all that is, or the innate intelligence of the of the universe. So it's not being done to us. It's not God's mad at us, or the universe, or the earth. Mother Earth is mad. No, it's that aspect of us that is requiring us to update and up level. I mean, we update and up level our cars, our software, our computers, our devices. Everything at some point needs an up leveling and up, an updating. And we're in that point right now. Now kind of connecting into this point, Walter, hello, Walter, uh, has an email question. He says, I hope all is well with you and Yoshi. Everybody knows her baby Yoshi, Pikinisa. Uh, he says, I have two questions for you, and if you can help me figure this out. Every night I wake up between 2.30 and 3.30. It never fails. Why is that? Well, two, especially 3 3 a.m. and 3 p.m., you know, esoterically, as metaphysicians, spiritualists, we call that the, the hour of spirit. It's also when our blood sugar tends to drop, right? And so usually spirit's trying to get us a message. Um, that's why, you know, I would say, you know, when I lived in Europe, they, they have a siesta. They take a break at that time, you know. I think there's something intrinsic, even 
uh, if you travel around the world, a lot of tribal people, indigenous people, they have a break time around that time. But it's also in England, that was our tea, you know, we'd have a tea and a biscuit. So it is a time to reflect or go within and refresh for the next hours that are going to be happening. And if it's happening in the early a.m., it's usually spirit's message. It's your higher self, your guides. There's something of what do you want to call paranormal, which to me is normal, but of a spirit or spiritual nature is wanting to connect with you. It also can be a wake-up, a little wake-up call to be aware of the signs, the symbols in your life or in your dreams. So you might want to keep paper and notepad by your book, uh, by your book, by your bed, uh, journal, little booklet or uh, by your bed, and <clears throat> drink some water before going to sleep, a couple glasses of water, so that if it is about dreams, when you wake up, when you're disturbed to go relieve yourself, you'll have a flash of what the dream is. And what you want to do, just because I'm also trained in dream therapy and dream analysis, just the, the basics right here, is just to remember the theme of the dreams. You don't have to remember the whole dream, but what is the theme what is the dominant or overall, you know, arching emotions or feelings? Because that's going to show you what you're working with. And the theme is going to show you what you're working in, either what you're working with with processing. Because dreams can be, they can be foretelling, they can be predictive, they can be about integration. Especially if you have very busy lives and you don't create the space to kind of nap and meditate and kind of savor and contemplate and do contemplation meditations or you're not journaling a lot, we have to process. It's either going to happen consciously in the quote-unquote waking state or the sleep state of dreams. Because psychologically, we have to process to understand our experiences and integrate them and make the changes in our life to navigate through, to you know, make things better, make adjustments. Or especially if we've just come out of a lot of healing or trauma or we're very f- focused on creating something new in our life. So that 2 to 3, 2.30 to 3.30 time is a knock, knock, knock from spirit. And you may want to just wake up and meditate and go, okay, what, is, what do I need to know? You know, do a meditation right there. Now, here's a little confirmation on that because the next part of his um, question is, Also, last night I heard a voice call my name. It said, Beautiful Walter. It sounded like a woman. I did not respond. I just laid there with my eyes closed trying to fall back to sleep. (laughs) Walter, I love you. That's what we all do in life. Oh, I don't have to make the change. Okay, yes. Yes, God. Yes, higher self. Yes, the other expanded aspect of myself. (laughs) I also call it the captain of the inner psyche. I'll admit it did make me nervous for a second, then it went away. Now, Walter, how can saying beautiful Walter make you feel nervous? I understand it, though, and especially me working with, you know, beings. I've got story, you know, where I've had situations where beings have visited me or people that have crossed over, and it's startling. And, of course, because all of us, what we were raised in in our culture are scary movies. I, that's why I don't even watch them. It's just every time we think of spirit or spiritual, you know, or the other dimension or crossing the other side, we all have these images. Even me being born psychic as a psychic channel and a medium, they flash through my, you know, because it's out there in the ether. So I get it. Just teasing you. Okay, so then he says, um, this is not the first time I've heard my name being called, and it's always in my right ear. 
it was so clear. Can you explain this to me? Also hearing a lot of ringing at random times in my ears. Okay, again, call of spirit, your spiritual nature, your spiritual guide, you know, that aspect of you that is putting out the call. Ringing in ears, I get that sometimes, especially when I'm channeling, especially on air. Some of you have heard me talk about that, or I'll hear tones, um, the celestial ahs. That was amazing. The celestial ahs. Um, hearing, you know, what the sound of water or other sounds. So what comprises in, in, from, from a standpoint of sacred geometry or the energetic, you know, the, the wavelength, what does the, wa- you know, the vibrational frequency and wavelength sound like? Many of you are going to be having this happen to you because it's, you're less filtered. So instead of seeing the tree, you will see how the tree sounds. And I don't mean just how water sounds, you know, when you turn on the faucet or you hear it, you know, at the beach. You're going to hear what is the sound that comprises, that, that's the vibrational tones that make up the form. So many of you are having this. And the, the ringing, when you expand in awareness, especially through meditation, some of it is a bit of a distortion. It can show some blockages sometimes when you're expanding out you know, or where energy needs to move. So you're bumping in from one layer or level to another. And sometimes it is just that you're hitting or reaching those expanded or vibrational um, frequencies. But I'm getting a lot of messages from a lot of people that this is happening. In fact, that one, when I shared it last year, um, I, there was a lot of people on the, on the uh, air, you know, on the phone lines, that we're having similar experiences, and I got quite a few emails about that as well. So we're opening up more. So we're going to we're going to feel more. We're going to experience more. It is part of awakening. The levels of awakening is a more of something, a more awareness. You know, less fear, but we still got you know, we're going through the valley of the fear. All right, I hope that um, brought some insight, and I'm going to get to callers now. We've got going to caller number one. Hello and welcome. You're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. My name is Sana. Um, I just wanted to see if you could clarify something for me. Um, uh, I was in a relationship. I had just kind of ended it. It was already basically ended, but mm-hmm. he he didn't call me or anything for a while. We broke up, he moved in with somebody and didn't call me, but every now and then he calls me and he says, he's leaving her, he's sorry he ever did it, because I was distant at the time where he met her online, and just a bunch of mm-hmm. blah, 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 and I just, and it was supposed, it's supposed to happen in June, but I just didn't want to wait anymore, because he wasn't keeping in contact with me, like, to let me know, you know, I'm here, still here with you, yeah, he's not. I think you're, Donna, you're doing the right thing. The thing is, if somebody comes back around, which does happen, we've all had that happen, whether it's days or months, sometimes years later. But, yes, I do feel you're not to, not to wait. And it's, it's about you right now, your values, principles, beliefs. It's about you creating your own life, what gives you fulfillment. And if he comes back and that's a match, great. If not, I do feel you will be in 
relationship, but the focus is really about you right now is what I'm hearing, if that makes sense. Yes, so um, you don't see him trying to reach out to me or? I see reaching out, but I want to say that, you know, a lot of people can reach out. I, I don't feel that he's yet at a place. I feel both of you working on issues also, I feel like with finance and kind of finding, like, what, what are you going to be doing in your next chapters? And I'm feeling that he feels very kind of stuck where he's at. Um, there's either marriage or living relationship, living situation. Oh, yeah. That yes. needs to, I, is there? Okay. Well, he needs to focus on that. See, that's sometimes spirit sends us people that are like a little divine tickle, like, hey, you could have this great something and this great life. But then there's steps to do it. And very often it's because of our own prayers, our own wishes and manifesting, you know, God, the universe, our higher self, however you want to look at it is listening to us, but then we're not ready. So I, when I see this kind of situation, I say you need to prepare. And he has been wishing to get out of the situation, but he's not really doing anything to do that. And so you can't really do anything with that or with him until he does. So you do have to just, my perception is you need to just move on at this point. Right. Right. That's, that's the thing. I'm thinking if he does love me, which I feel he does, but he just, I don't know what reason, he just can't walk away from her. Um, no, okay. Can I, I and then i, I got to go to the next caller, but um, I just want to share, because you bring up a really good point, to you and to everybody listening and hopefully to the thousands of people that listen to this, relationships are not just about love. They're about values, principles, and beliefs. You, if do we have similar enough values? What are our goals? What are our principles? What do we believe in? And share, at some level, there needs to be higher shared goal. Now, love is a great glue. It shows that there's a lot there because, you know, you can really hang in there. But it's people don't get with us or, or leave somebody else that's unhealthy or stay with somebody else that's unhealthy due to love. There's there's a mental emotional issues. I feel with this person, there's some very very you know obviously there's a lot of issue childhood issues, but I feel this person, you know sometimes people give up and then it's easier to blame the spouse or the person they stay with and say oh or the children. It's not a good idea to see, you know it's like oh I have to stay because of the kids. No, you're staying because you're afraid. You're afraid you it's too expensive to leave or you can't make it on your own or you don't really want to be alone. I mean, really, at the end of the day, and Maslow taught us this, other psychologists taught us this, it's all about our, ourselves, our own emotional state. So, Donna, just focus on you. He has issues that he has to deal with. It has nothing to do with her. It has to do with his own emotional issues of why he's staying, his own wounding, his own lack of self-esteem, that he's not moving forward and making it happen. Okay? So you focus on you, sweetie, and keep us posted. All right. Big hug. Okay. Thank you. You're so welcome. Hello and welcome. You're on air. Hello. Hello. My name is Casey. Casey, My name is Casey, Casey, and I'm calling from Mm -hmm. from Georgia. Hey, Casey. Welcome. and um, my question is, um, do you see a change in um, my finances? Finances. Okay, that's what I'm getting. Well, yeah, there's always change, there's fluctuation. You're wanting to – actually, I feel quite a few people on the line are 
calling in about job, career. Uh, yes, but okay, and you're doing more for it is what I'm hearing. I am hearing it's up to you. I feel like there's some, are you interviewing? Are you thinking of going on some interviews? No, I'm not. I'm currently waiting um, for my disability. For some, oh, your disability. Okay. Because Do you have to go to meetings or something? Because I'm seeing a lot of meetings. Um, no, I, I, I have a hearing coming up. Um, oh, that's in June. what it is. Okay. That's what it is. It's a hearing. Okay. To me, it's psychically, it's looking like some kind of meeting or weighing things out, almost like an interview process. So I don't know if you had to go on an interview or fill out forms or something, but it is showing this. I mean, you're definitely going to get it. It does show increase in the, in the finance. So, um, yeah, so what's your question? I feel like you're going to get – there's some steps is what I'm hearing. So there's either interview process. You're saying there's a hearing. I feel like you could have a supervisor or somebody you have to talk to. Um, or they could come visit you or something or visit the house. I don't know. But there's some kind of – it's not just the hearing. There's some kind of one-on-one -on -one meeting or appointment kind of situation. What's coming up for Casey getting a disability? Let's ask that. Well, I do see it coming through, so you're just going to have to kind of wait is what I'm hearing. Okay. Okay, Casey? All right. Much All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. It's um, Liliana. Um, Who is it? I want it. Oh, Liliana. Lily Hi, Liliana. Welcome to the program. Um, I wanted to ask a question um, regarding uh, relationships and um, if the person I'm with uh, currently is really, you know, um, I, don't, I don't know what my spirit guides are, are saying to you if, um, if this is the one that, uh, you know, because we're looking to move in together and so I just want to make sure that it's... You are looking, you are looking for all that, you are looking to do that? Yeah, we we actually got an apartment together already. So okay, well, I want to say, yeah. what's your back off or your trepidation? What's going on with that? Because I not only in your voice, but I feel you like like pulling back, like oh, I don't know if this was the one or right idea. Not, what's ha what I'm happened? Not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure. There was yeah, else you are. What's met. going on? Come on, girlfriend. Well, We're no, friends. there was what someone happened? else. There was there was someone else that I met, um, and we had this instant connection, um, like really okay. powerful connection. And he sounds almost perfect, but it, you know, obviously, I couldn't I couldn't uh, continue the relationship, so I was in a, you know I was cheating. Okay. Um, so I, I just wonder. That's I don't why. So you're not regret. Right. I okay. don't want to have that's any what I'm regret. Here. Well, here's the thing, you know, first of all, there's many the ones and we, you know, and then we just decide, you know, it's because there could be mm -hmm. different ones for different reasons. I don't, hmm, I feel, okay, I'm just going to read your energy, let me see him, because I, here's the thing, you're looking, I feel like it's on you, you're looking for something more, and I feel that more is something within you that you need to explore. 
And I always say people in my counseling practice, especially should I stay, should I go? Um, because cheating, I mean, usually for women, it's they're not feeling appreciated. Okay, they're not men. It's usually an e, a self-esteem, an ego thing. They don't, you know, they're somebody else is giving because in the they're liking the courting stage, you know, so they feel puffed up again on an ego level, and so it's usually some kind of self-esteem issues, right? Um, not feeling the worth. So, and women not feeling their worth and seeking it through that man or that individual. So, I feel for you, you have to decide, and I don't feel you know yet, and believe me, I've been there, you know, in my earlier uh, days, because there's something, and the author M. Scott Peck talks about this, cathesis, and I, I kind of always thought I understood it, even as a counselor, but until it's only recently that I've been revisiting it, I'm going, oh my God, I get that. There's idea of emotional bonding, and then we make it work. That that I suppose you could call it a, a, a type of love, but actually, I think it's in the People of the Lie, maybe also in the Road Less Traveled by M. Scott Peck. But he's you know psychologist, psychiatrist. I think maybe both. He talked about this that we think it's true love. True love has a lot is is able is really focused a lot on the other person, and it is a just can't even explain it. It's kind of a giving love. There is this, this, there's sure there's conditions There can't be, you know, abuse and things like this, but there is this ability to really see the other person and even their flaws. You know, that's why I think people say it's similar to a healthy love of a mother or father, but cathesis, we kind of merge or bumble together. We kind of jump together. We're companions. We like, each, you know, we love each other. We do this, we do that. We move in, we pay the bills, we da, 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 da. But it's still about our own needs and wants being more met. It's not that sacred service kind of thing. And some people never move beyond that. But I feel inside your heart of hearts, Liana, you're questioning this. And see, sometimes you're, we're going to have somebody that's not our significant other, that's an amazing friend or colleague or we meet in a retreat, that we have this kind of con connection, and then we think, why can't I be married to this one or live with this one? Well, because we're just not. <laughs> we can't. That's not. You, you see, again, it's that proverbial, we're not going to get everything from one person. I do feel for you on your path, though, and I know you're not really ready to look at it yet, but I do feel that your soul is stirring and saying there must be more, and that something more is within you but then you have to but then only until you more fully connect with it within you and start living it do you then attract it or on the outside or or you attract it from other people and that's okay it may or may not be your significant other and this is such a good you know topic that you've brought up because we may or may not have that kind of connection or depth with our significant other. It just depends on our path. And you'd have to really look, you know, on a soul level, you know, numerology. But I see, I can feel it in you because as soon as you called in and you started with the question, I could feel this like pulling back this void. And it's like this other part of you coming through saying there, there's more. But yeah, I, I feel like that of, it's... Um, yeah, he does fulfill me in a lot of ways, but I feel like I'm not sure if I can trust him in the future. You know, it's 
it's just I want to make a commitment and, you know, eventually not get divorced and, you know, that, that type of thing. So it's, it's you want to make it, you want to be able to trust him. Yeah. Trust him and his intentions. And now I do feel that he, you know, but I, I want to, I guess. But see, I don't feel it's with him. And that's the reason you see you, you know, I mean this with an open heart and good intentions. You were the one that cheated and you're worrying about trusting him. That's yes. what I'm saying. It's your, it's your journey right now. Mm-hmm. Well, symptom, cheating is just a symptom. You know, I, I work with couples and I've got a great couple that really turned things around that, you know, cheated. He actually left her after pregnancy and they have a great relationship. They work through the issues and understood why they did what they did. So, whether we're cheating or we're, or we're cutting off or we're holding back or withdrawing love or we're, or we're over advancing on people, whatever we're doing where there's a distortion of energy and we're going, whoa, what's really going on? That's what just a call from our higher self to say, hey, we got, we got to look at ourselves right now. We got to figure some things out. That's what I would say for you. If you can take the focus off of him right now, move, you're moved in, do that, do your every day. And use this as a turning point for your own healing and transformation and mastery and getting to know yourself so that you feel more comfortable and confident in your choice. Does that make sense? Okay. So I need to do some uh, inner healing work. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was going to get a therapist. Yeah. So I'll move forward with that as well. I think that would help. <laughs> yeah, just to, you. Yeah, I mean, it's really the whether you move in with him or don't move. That's not the focus. The focus is really you right now. It, okay. It's it's you to get into a centered place to know what you really want. It's just looking like it's like I don't trust the other person. You know, it's that's what it's looking at right now. But it's on some level, it's you don't trust you. Am I making I the right decision for myself? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And I've been there. I mean, it takes a, it takes a lot of focus to get to know ourselves, and it's not necessarily comes by age. <laughs> I know a lot of forty, fifty, sixty, seven, eighty years old people that don't change. You know, it, it, it that looking with eighty percent, the awareness, the looking within, and and. But I do feel you'll love your journey. I feel there's a lot of amazing stuff inside, you know, so I would really just dive in higher self guide spirituality. Yeah. There's a lot in there that's calling you. All right. Sweetie, oh, keep us my, posted. Okay. Thank you. Take care. You're welcome. Hello and welcome. Hello. You're on air with um, awakenings. Thank you. Um, hi, my name is Elizabeth. Um, can you hear me? Okay. I um, can. Yeah. And um, I am really been feeling like I need to relocate from where I'm living um, in Portland. Um, And the question is when and where. Um, And, um, well, actually, I'm even mixed about whether or not I need to relocate, but it's seeming as though housing is so expensive here that um, that, that I just need to find someplace else. so I just wanted to get your input about whether um, it would make whether number one I should I really need to leave by June, um, and number two whether I should look for a low cost housing on the East Coast or in the Seattle area, 
or whether to even um, try to go to Europe or India, whether to go to Europe or India. Well, I feel, okay, that's why I'm getting mixed messages. You don't even really know. It's kind of like beautiful, see, you don't really know what you want. So I feel you need a bit of a break to see what reflects you because where we decide to live or we're drawn to live many times is a reflection of our consciousness, what we're needing at the time for growth, synchronicity, you know, soul connection, soul tribe. And I feel Mm -hmm. you're up, not only up in the air, but were you at your place for a very long time? Um, No, I was... Yeah, I, I, I lived in Portland for many years, but then I lived abroad for many years. So I've been That's living with a I'm... roommate. Yeah, I've been living with okay. a roommate kind of on and off, but it's not a good, not a very good situation. And so, no, I feel yeah, the, kind of, no, kind of no, I feel you right definitely, right. Sorry, sometimes I talk over because the mic goes in out. Oh, no, um, that's fine. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Um, okay, no, I definitely feel you, do, you will, you need to move, you want to move and you will move. But it is saying where that place is, you spent a lot of time. There's roots there. Right, exactly. I feel like you, okay, I feel like you can go back there and revisit. However, the bigger thing I feel is you're needing a, a vacation to, to clear your air and to clear the situation. Of, of, so I would get, a, honestly, if you're asking my advice or opinion, I would probably get like a, a Reiki or energy healing session Palo Santo yourself, you know, say, just get in a kind of calm state. If you can put your stuff in storage or with someone and take a little, a little vacation just to clear your air. I do feel on a heart level, something is bringing you back to Portland. But what I do hear from the higher self well, well, is. Well, well, I'm, well, I'm here right now. I, oh, I'm you are. Right oh. Now. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I've been back here for over a year. Um. And I was. Oh, that's right. Is that where you live? The, 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 is that the yeah, place that you live with... long term? Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay, because there's something in your heart that's bringing you back to that. I. But it could be just a complete. You know. And again, I'm just doing a quick read because I got to get to other people. But it could right. be that it's just to, it's just to complete. See, I feel your question is not answered, go here, go there. It's a, there's a process, Elizabeth, that you need to take a break, whether it's India or back to Europe, to then decide where it is you actually want to be. And I feel actually the decision's going to come via your higher self. I feel something's going to open up for you, okay? But, mm-hmm. you're, not, but, you're, not mm-hmm. there, but you're not there yet. You need to clear right. the energy. Yeah, that's how, mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it really does. So maybe maybe try to just get out of here, like this particular situation for the summer and go somewhere else before making a final decision. Does that yes, sound? Yes, ab- absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I feel okay. like there's a situation, something's going to open up for you and you're going to know. But right now, Spirit's saying don't get locked in because you're going to be See, your vibrational frequency is about ready to do a little bit of a, a leap. There's an updating and up-leveling. So wherever you move now and you set down roots, you're going to be in the old frequency, but you're going to be in the new. You know what I mean? You're, it's going to be a decision in the old frequency. So, yeah. Okay, right, right. Actually, I've got my, I've got my ascendant in early Taurus, and Uranus isn't quite there yet, but it oh, will be like in a couple of degrees. 
So there that we go. Maybe, See? That yeah, that makes sense yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you better okay. believe with, with, yeah, with that Uranus and Taurus, you better right. believe. Do you know what house, what house it's in? For you? Well, it's not, I mean, it's my first, it's my first house, my ascendant, my ascendant. Oh, it's your ascendant. Is, is, That's what you said. Oh yeah. my God. Oh yeah. Right. That's going to yeah. change my ascendant, my, everything. My, oh yeah. My ascendant is, That's why. My ascendant is four degrees Taurus and actually my moon is three degrees Capricorn. So, so it's like, all, oh no. It's yeah. all almost That's happening. Gonna ch- yeah. That's going to change everything. Yeah. So yeah. I haven't. I have an opportunity. I have an opportunity to go actually to house sit for somebody in in Texas for two months in the summer. Would that make any sense at all? That could work. It's just don't make the the decision. And you're looking at it astrologically until you know because it's it's going to happen. Uranus, you know, brings the boon. It brings the unexpected fortune. So, yeah, do whatever you're feeling in the heart. You know, gut, heart. You know, and brain mm-hmm. the, the the intuition. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, sweetie, keep okay, us posted. I've okay. got some really okay. great, great stuff coming up for you. Really, I do. I oh. really do. Oh, great! Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Got time for one more? I think we're looking for our guest if she's on yet. Oh, hello, and welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. 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 You're on air. Hi. Michelle, can you yes, hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, Hello. wow, hi. <laughs> hi, I'm, <laughs> I'm just so happy to talk to you. Thank you so much oh, for you're all you've done. It's been, it's been, it's Julian. Hi, Julian, welcome. Hi, you've done so much. Like, I listened to your show. I started with the archives, and then I started listening live whenever I can. And you helped my wife one time, you know, you spoke with her, and you kind of got her in the right direction. She's working again. So that's good. So, oh, I mean, we're in a good place. Like, wonderful. we're in a really good place. Oh. Like, oh, things are really starting that. to change for us because we were, like, homeless for, like, three years. And when, I, when I'm saying homeless, I mean living from place to place with people and just very uncomfortable. Mm. But now we have our own thing going. So things are actually starting to go good. And I'm ready to actually step into my higher, my purpose, my real purpose, my fulfillment. Wow. Because I have a great wow. job. I have a great job, but I'm not fulfilled. I can do. I find stuff like by helping people with just finding hotels. I find it fulfilling, but I know it's more. Mhm. Wow! Just what a powerful wow transformation you you both created for yourself as a couple and individually. That is oh, thank you. Amazing. Yeah, I love hearing that. It's, it takes work, but you can do it, right? I mean, persistent effort yes. this is the idea, the persistent effort. So, yes. Julian, uh, how can I help be a service? Yeah, I want to see exactly, like, what direction should I go in order to where I can actually be of service because I want to step – I know that's what our purpose is, and I want to shine my light and help people shine their light. I'm ready to step into my purpose. Um, sometimes I think I was always told like motivational speaking, but then I don't know if that's really my area. It it can be, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not sure. I just don't know which direction I should go in order to step into my, my purpose. Mm, okay. Let's look and see. And I'm going to ask a couple things. First of all, your birth date, if you don't mind. And then also I do get with that. I'm getting the follow. You are, um, you are, you are a leader. And an inspire. You do come in under what we call the ray of um, 
teaching and inspiring or inspiration. And oh. yeah, so some people are inspirers, just inspire. some people are teachers, some people are, have the ability to do both. So let me just get your birth date real quick. I'm glad I picked up and then we can get to our it's, guest. Okay. It's zero, 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 seven, zero, seven. And do you need a year? Yeah, give that to me if you don't mind. Okay, zero seven zero seven nineteen eighty three. Okay. All right, I want to just see cycle that you're in. Um, okay, so it still is a bit of okay. So I'm I'm sensing more <clears throat> right now. What you're doing is you're working a, still a lot on the foundation or the finance and building up. But you're also, I believe, beginning to open to your spiritual gifts. Does that make sense? Yes. Becoming more spiritually connected, spiritually centered. Um, yeah, you're kind of a bit of a mystic. I don't know. I get the visual psychically, intuitively. I get the visual. See, I get groups a lot. I'm not so sure about one-on-one. You could work one-on-one helping others, but it, it could even be like, camps or, you know, I would say right now, <clears throat> be in that apprentice mode where you're um, maybe volunteering if you have the time. Because I do feel ultimately you could either work for a larger firm or a company. I keep getting children, helping children or teaching, inspiring, but it's not necessarily, it's not in a classroom. It seems to be in a, a group setting. And I do feel you and your wife, or it could be you with another company or group or you're taking on and where you are doing like philanthropic work or you, or you fund or found some kind of center. Uh, maybe it's because of what you've gone through, you know, the homelessness and all of that and coming out the other side. But I'm also getting printed matter or material. So there could be, you know, books, online talks or seminars, that kind of thing. Does that resonate? Okay. Any of that resonate with you? Yeah, yes, a lot of it does resonate. And, I mean, I, I was already thinking about maybe going, like, starting a podcast or a blog, almost like yours, but just for people that don't really understand, like I didn't, but not really to even teach the spirituality side to actually teach just how to live, like how to how to apply it without it sounding yeah. spiritual. Yeah. Start it. Do it. See, you know. you're kind of in a, a testing, apprenticing, building phase right now. So anything that you feel and you want to reach and connect people with, you know, connect to people, um, I would say just start that because it is definitely in your life path that teaching and okay. inspiring, helping through others. And then I feel you'll probably have – multi-platforms, you know, online books, you know, maybe events that you're doing, you know, seminars. What I have always found, and years ago a teacher told me, you know, open in, in businesses, I work with a lot of businesses, and they say the same thing, you know, how are they, I've got to, how are you so successful? You've got a million or billion dollar business. Every one of them, oh, I saw, I saw a need. The market needed this, or they didn't have this. Wow. And it's the same thing with our gifts, you know, spirituality. It's there's a need there. And that's why a lot of times with my workshops and things that I do, I ask my clients or they email me, when are you going to do this workshop? Or are you going to bring this one back? And then I hear the call. That's the soul call. Oh, okay. It's a genuine need. So it's wow. not coming from the ego. 
So I feel you're answering that right now. You're, you're hearing this call, like, I want to share. I want to share what, I, what helped me. I want to share what I know. So I would say go yes. for it. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so Absolutely. much. I love it. And I will be contacting you back because I want to actually work with you more personally and developing my, my gifts and talents. Oh, I'm here for you, and I just, I just love so much what you're doing. Give um, you a hug and your wife a hug, and thanks for calling and sharing with us. Thank you so much, and I love you. I appreciate it. Lots of love. Have a night. Oh, beautiful, uplifting. Gosh, you guys were so blessed. Oh, my God. Just love it. And then we've got someone I'm so excited to talk to. Our guest today um, for Awakening Dialogue uh, is Gail Minogue. Uh, Gail helps people navigate the dynamics of change to become master builders of their life. Um, She's a commodities broker since 1987. She's also the producer of the video New World Renaissance. Uh, She's been on CNN, CBS, Charter Communications, and she is also the author of Divine Design, How You Are living the life you created. Hello, Gail. Welcome to the program. Oh, hello, Michelle. Nice to be here. Thank you. Yeah, so nice to um, connect with you. I'm so excited to have you on the program. I just love what you're doing um, individually for people and as well as organizationally uh, with helping people navigate through the transition and change um, that we're going through. So welcome. Yep. It's great to have yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um, dive in a little bit. Well, I want to give our listeners a bit of a background um, as to how you got basically to where you are. How, what was the turning point for you to bring? I know you were commodities, and that works with, you know, trends and statistics, but you've really broadened what you do um, and coupled it with your own wisdom and insight. So what was the turning point for you? Well, long, long time ago, I mean, many, many years ago, um, I was very much active in the business world. I was uh, opening an office for a company at that time. Wasn't that wasn't like it is now called Sprint. And we had to open an office in Texas and, I bought a home and I had, you know, pretty much a routine life. And I was um, always interested somewhat in the intuitive or the spiritual side, but I never bothered to really seek out, you know, my past life or any of that stuff. And I was visited. I mean, that's essentially all I can tell you is I was visited that evening by a, a priestly figure who instructed me to study Pythagoras and study Zen, which I had no idea of what, that meant and Mm. I started and I found out that it's actually Pythagoras the correct pronunciation not Pythagoras and I found out that this was the father of sacred geometry and so I began to study it and I would um, just I couldn't understand the connection with Zen until like 20 years later where I did um, go do the Buddhist ceremony and understand the purpose and why I had to study Zen and so Eventually, I could see into these cycles that were going on. Everything here is in a very precise order. Everything is in order, even if it seems random. Um, Everything is ruled by the heavens. It's all in perfect geometric order. So when things happen in the heavens, they happen down here. 
and for people mm. not to know that is unfortunate. But I began to look at the cycles and trends, and I could go back in time and see the repetition, and I can go forward and see it. And so uh, I began to do, you know, a lot of personal consultations. Uh, I began to study numerology, and um, but the, all the other came first. And then as you study one thing, you get into more, and then the more you uncover, the more you uncover. And you think you know everything or you think you know enough, and you don't until the day you leave. You, you, you're always learning yeah. here. So you, you don't come into your adult life at least till you're out of your 30s, and you don't really have your integrated life enough until you've finished your 40s. And a blueprint's at least 120 years, so we pretty much check out too soon. Uh, we don't understand that we have a blueprint, that even a corporation has a blueprint. You know, you watch corporations, they come, and they get, they're get they fabulous and fantastic, and eventually they die. And then mm-hmm. um, same with countries, they morph. Every country has a blueprint. So I began to look at this, and now I do a lot of private work. I write. I have a post. I I kind of live both worlds, the uh, material yeah. world very much so, very concrete world, and then the other side, which is the invisible world. So you yeah. pull from that into this. And people who mistake, they get caught up in the surface here, and they forget that mm-hmm. this is just a temporary time. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my background. It just has grown over the years. And I have I don't belong to any particular, you know, group. Uh, I've never been a follower. Uh, I learn from many, many teachers, many teachers mm-hmm. down the road. You hear that? I'm similar. Yeah, I, li- I like yeah. that. Wow, I love that. Now, I didn't know because a friend of mine is so into your newsletter or, you know, that um, – and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't, I love that what she's blending here. Ah! Um, but I didn't know you had Yeah, today I just posted, <clears throat> I just posted today, and basically um, the title of my post was America is Losing Its Happy Face. But it's a very, mm. it's a very thought provoking article on why does this country rank 19th in happiness? Uh, what's causing it? <clears throat> and the deeper meanings of, you know, the price Americans pay for being individuals. But then mm-hmm. that's part of the Aquarian age. Aquarian age is the development of the individual for about 2,200 yeah. years. So we're the hothouse for the beginning of it. So it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty tough to leave the tribe. We're the test. We're on the right. We're the we're on the front lines. Yeah, um, we're the, now, we're, we're to we're to learn how to assimilate the population and then export assimilation. But we're doing a very bad job right now. But mm-hmm. that's been our job for the last since 1776 was mm-hmm. to learn how to assimilate, uh, do it, and then export it. And so why we have so much immigration problem is because we are the the ground zero for for assimilation. Assimilation. Yeah. I like it. Now, yeah. I gave your website earlier, but I, a lot of people, we have new listeners coming on, and I want to just give it because a lot of times people like to sure. you know, go and check out. Uh, so it's Gail, and is, am I pronouncing right, Minogue? Yeah, just like Vogue, Right. G A I L M I N O G U E M I N O G U E Gail Minogue. Perfect. Com. Good. For, yeah. for those that are just joining us now, we're on air live with Gail Minogue. Uh, you can go to her website to get more information, and her book is Divine Design: How You Are Living. How you created, you created the life you are living. 
Because everybody's born with a blueprint. Yeah, how you created the life you're living. Because you you created this before you were born. You know, so come on, guys. You need to find out what it is. Yes, that's, oh my gosh, I love that you're saying this. That's the whole thing that I've been saying for so long. So many workshops and so many callers that you you have to find out, you know, with, especially when this whole thing with the secret came out. I'm like, that's not going to help anybody unless you know why you're here. You got to find out. You got to right. get your blueprint. You, you <laughs> have to know yeah. the road you're on. You have to know where you're supposed to go with it. And people mm-hmm. don't. They don't. They don't. No. They don't. And they wake up finally when they're just dissatisfied. They, the two reasons people come to me most is they want to know their true purpose, <clears throat> and they want to know about their relationship. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's the main life. two well, things. Well, that is that's that's life, right? Yet, if they no, if I, they look at their own guidance, they have it. They know. They have it. Yeah. Now I have a question for you before we um, dive in a bit to our topic. And because you'd mentioned in the heavens, are you feeling, are you seeing in your work and in your intuition and, you know, interconnectedness with the, all that is that more of the, we're going to be more aware of the heavens or the presence of the heavens or the spiritual energy, spiritual guidance, leading us, nudging us, whatever terminology you want to use. Different people have different things because I'm noticing a deciding shift and I'm wondering if, if that's just individually with me, or you are you noticing something in the collective? Well, so part of the struggle, part of the struggle, the fight is to hang on to the old Piscean age, and the old Piscean mm-hmm. age was the age of emotions, ruled mm. by water. You know, walking on water, mm. turning water to wine, and all that stuff. And so mm-hmm. we are la- leaving behind the, the age of Pisces, and we're going into the age of Aquarius, which is the air which is the mind, which is enlightenment and rationality. So religions were formed under the age of Pisces. They are not under the age of Aquarius. So you have a time now when people are opening up to mind. What happens with the frontier is the mind. What happens there? Where is that? Because we're finding that religions could not really tell you what happened to you when you die. They could tell you everything mm-hmm. else. They could tell you this or this. They taste 12 Hail Marys and whatever it is, or follow the laws, but they really couldn't tell you the great secret. So what, we're, what people are doing is now exploring, and they're more free to explore because we're in the age of enlightenment, in the age of rational mm-hmm. thinking, not superstition, and they want to know. So you're finding more people waking up in consciousness than awareness or want to, or it's safer to do it now. You don't have to get... You know, in the age of Pisces, you had to sacrifice and be punished. Right. And t- fear was the teaching mm. tool of that age, and it lasted over t- 2,000 years. And all your major religions, the rabbinical Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, Buddhism were all in the age of Pisces. And uh-huh. that's what's ending. So you see a dying embers of, say, the evangelicals or the extreme of each religion hanging on to power. That's what it is. So you have people who are just plain folks. They want to find out. Well, you know, so they go dabble. They go dabble. They dabble here. They dabble there. You know, they dabble. You know, and mm. eventually they'll put something together by the time they reach a certain age in life. Mm-hmm. You have to be careful because you have your own blueprint. You're not to follow people. You yeah, can learn exactly. from them, but stop following them. Yeah. 
stop following. And that's so much the Aquarian age is the you know, you know, you are your own messenger and you are your own like messenger. You're, you are you're to develop yourself as an individual in the collective. In the collective as an individual. So you in don't follow. I like that. Yeah, so this now, is, got, the collective is Piscean. Yeah. Now, um, yes, it is the C, right? Now, um, yeah, we have a question in the chat. Does this? Uh, I'm not sure, Tamara, if you could put it. This is awesome. This is amazing. I love this energy. Is it connected at all to Metatron? What is your thought of that, Gail? I don't have energy. one. Metatron. Don't have one. Okay. No. Okay. I do okay. know that as the planets change, things change here. Mm. As you took your first breath, when you took your first breath here, you were magnetized by a planetary situation there. So you have a sun in, say, Aquarius and a moon in Scorpio and an ascendant and blah, blah, whatever. That was your energetic package you came in with. But if you follow what I call the procession of the equinox, you will find that as these ages change, everything changes here on Earth. Yeah. So we're in a phase now, we're entering the Aquarian age. Uranus just went into Taurus. So you're going to change a lot of money stuff now on Earth. You're going to change a lot of way we grow food. You're going to change farming. You're going to change the monetary system. You're going to change Social Security. You're going to make changes. All because of this, mm. just this one, one change, which yes. will go on for about seven and a half years. And just think how the other changes that are going on are affecting us here. So it's just it's an amazing um, connection, but we just we you know what we really try to figure out is how we're going to pay our rent. Yeah, but we need to move past that because the, the, right the uh, well you still have to deal with the material because you're here. Yes, you do. But you need to be able to understand the invisible world. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now we were seeing a current a trend. Uh, which you do write quite a bit on this, is the rise in power of the, the middle-aged woman. And right. a lot of people have looked at this different. Yeah, big. Now, and I find it fascinating, too, um, that it is women of a certain age and stage and awareness that just seem to really, you know, right. just be coming out like, right? Just wait. You have a couple of things going on there. You have in the Feng Shui, you have the Li period, the Jupiter period, the Li period, the, uh, or L-I, Li period. This is the mm-hmm. middle-aged daughter or the middle-aged female. So this is the power of force for about uh, 20 years of preparation, 20 years of force power. So she's in a prep phase right now, which began in 2004. 2024, she launches big time. So you see all these things going on prominently about female, you know, Me Too movement, blah, blah, from 2004 to 2024, Mm. you see all these females who just came in. So this is going to power it through. And it goes to 2044 where she solidifies and where she's, this goes global, but you're seeing it very much so here in the U.S., but it's a global phenomenon. And the female um, is the number two. Number two is female. So we have 1,000 years of the feminine, 2,000 to 2,999. So she's rising now, and she will replace the male and the power. And the reason the female is so important at this age, because her estrogen levels are now low, and so she doesn't have all of that 
psychohormonal stuff, her testosterone levels are higher because they're not as protected by the estrogen. So she is more effective now, decision-making. She still has estrogen, Ooh. it's not as much, mm-hmm. and yet she still doesn't have any children to take care of. She's got umpteen years ahead of her to be productive. And so it's very much women can leave the workplace, go home and raise the kids, and come on back in your 40s and get going. Because mm, it's power. It's sheer power. So people have it wrong where they think you have to leave the workplace and do 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 now you're just doomed. No, you're not doomed. It's all about how you're going to look at this now. And the problem with men is they didn't have any way to stop themselves. So we have a lot of incompetent men in positions of power. They yeah. never had to leave the workplace. They just went sailing through, and we got a bunch of nincompoops mm. in places where dis- important decisions are being made. So she's going to be right on time because in order to save the situation, you have to bring her in now. She's the conscience of the society. Females are always mm. the conscience yeah. of a society. Very if you true. don't, if you don't wow. include her, your society will is doomed. Mm-hmm. And we see and that. Just look the at the societies around the world yes. that are in bad shape where the female has no power. Yeah. And it's usually that. The female has no power and it's greatly devolved. Um, yes. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. You can see that. Um, it reminds yeah. me of what the Dolly, what was the the Western woman, which I think is going to be international, but will save, um, you know, she come will. in and she will and save. And it so will you be see a person, more and more. Go ahead. Yes, it's a person who can manage herself well. She's not young and naive and full of powerful ideas and let's go and let's go damn the torpedoes full speed ahead. No, it's someone who's more measured, tough. Steel in a velvet glove knows how to do it and not afraid. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why you want the woman who's had some seasoning. She doesn't have to be old, old, but she has to be seasoned. Mm-hmm. She's been through the battles. She knows. So it, this is the time. So the prep is 2004. You'll be in your 30s, and now you move forward. Your 40s, 50s going forward, 60s, 70s going forward powerful and so and we have to have it because look what's happened with the men ruling the world and running it it's a yeah. mess it's, it's a, a stupid yeah. mess it's, and the group yeah. we have now it's, is a joke yeah talk about incompetence <laughs> yeah understatement yeah. that's I, I feel like yeah it's it's watching pathology yeah uh, play out it's like yeah if this was like the, the clinical you know, yeah, it is. Or it right? is. Really? Yeah, yeah. It just gets the right. country and it, it, all in a tither. You know, the whole now, country what is do like. You see, because it seems the dynamic or the type of women and perhaps woman, uh, you know, the, an archetype seems to be changing. And and I, I I bring this up because I you know a lot of people had, um, which I always say perhaps was slated in somebody like a. Hillary Clinton, if we're going to keep it, you know, bring in a political lens on it. But it seemed like there's a certain type of woman, and maybe she was the archetype of of this to some degree, that we're still kind of playing by the old boys' rules, more patriarchal rules, even if they're engendered in a a female body. Um, True. Embodying, 
Is that true? Okay, could you speak it to was, that a little true, bit? It's true, but it's it, changing. It's changing. It's Women changing. didn't okay. have any role models, so they followed male role models, and they tried to act ah. like men, and it doesn't work. Okay. You know, okay. it doesn't work. And so that's why you saw like a Hillary Clinton coming off as a guy, but it doesn't work. It's the wrong body for Mm -hmm. it. So women have power Mm -hmm. and they have intuition and they are very powerful. And, and, you know, you get into, um, this is really off to the side, but you go into a codependent group of people and you have females who are very soft on the outside, tough as nails inside. Men, tough as nails outside, soft on the inside. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you don't want to give really a female a teddy bear. You want to give her mm-hmm. maybe a tiger stuffed animal because mm-hmm. she is the toughie inside. But you, it's, mm. it's, it's misleading. Actually, in society, men are much more sensitive than women. Mm. If you yes. take boys and you take girls... Boys are much more sensitive than girls. Girls, yes, they're both sensitive. It's a different sensitivity. And what happens to the, mm-hmm. mar- the, the boy in our society is he, it's, that sensitivity is washed away. Mm-hmm. And that's, there's such a loss. And it ends up um, really damaging the boy and into mm-hmm. manhood. So, but that's another story. But the female doesn't need to act like the guy anymore. You know, she's. If you so want to attract, here's a here's a good one to analogy for it. Picture the queen mm-hmm. bee, okay, with a sword under her cape. That's the female. I like that. Yeah. So you feel that there's going to be more of the intuition because you talked about power, and then you said the woman's power. You you coupled it with also intuition. Yes, she does. And mm-hmm. that's what men are so afraid are you, of. Yeah, men are afraid of females' deep power. First of all, she gives birth mm-hmm. and they can't. If you mm-hmm. go back to the time of Aristotle, he thought he didn't even have a name for the gender because she didn't drop any seed on the ground like men do, and she bled every month, so she was there's something weird about her. But she gave forth this baby, so there's a whole, you know, a whole array of fear and fear and fear about the female, and but. She always had the intuition. She is the conscience. She's the conscience. Mm-hmm. So, I love that you, aspect. Yeah. So the society now, has to ask, have its conscience back. It has to, right. So that was my next point. So with this rise in power, um, you know, of, the, the, of women and connecting more to that feminine aspect of being will begin to t- change or, you know, color the archetypes do you do you feel that then people will open up both genders open up more to having a conscience even let's start there as well as their intuition i think oh yes i do i would say Mm -hmm. that once the society begins and it's a process of time because right now you have this strange white national men's movement because they feel they feel it they can feel it coming and they feel men are marginalized out and they and and then women don't want these certain young men so they form this group they're going to be celibate against their own will or some kind of group like that 
So it's a very strange stuff we have to go through before we get to this point where the female, that if you don't have a female working for you on your board, you're insane because she helps the company so much or she helps the government so much. That doesn't mean that all females are saints because they're not. But uh-huh. she is the conscience, you know, uh-huh. she is the conscience. And the other thing is when a person, I remember going through uh, one time I was in Singapore and I had time literally to kill um, on a business trip. And I wanted to go sightsee. I went to the big cemetery they have there from World War II. And I read the gravestones. And so many, because they all are kind of uniform. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. and uh, they all said something similar to that, I love you, Mom, or I love you, Mum. Um, I will miss you, Mum. There wasn't anything really about Dad. And I thought, isn't that telling? Isn't that telling? Yeah. The power the female has over the child, over the person. And the men are very afraid of that. They know that at some mm. deep unconscious level. Yeah. But and as the women become to me is that they have it within in them as well. So I don't understand the fear because they have it within themselves. Well, they haven't been Maybe allowed they... to use it wisely. Yeah. Okay. Because they're expected to play a certain role. And mm. that's how it is. It's like my grandfather was in the military, so my father was, so I am. Oh, terrific. Mm-hmm. Never mind, yeah. you really wanted to be an actor. No, I'm yeah, going exactly. into military. You know, yeah. and so this is how it works, and that's what's played out. And we take the now, cue from the dead. Yeah, no, yeah, it takes time. Changing? Yes, it takes time though. Yeah, okay. It takes time. This number two is only what are we? 2019. That's it. Yeah. In the feminine okay. energy, and she hasn't come to her power yet. She's building it now so she can solidify in the 20 years. Right now we have um, the Ken period, which is the period of the young male. So from 2004 to 2024, it's all young men. We have gamers. We have uh, Facebook. We have all these uh, apps made by young men. We have the the business kind of controlled by young men. We have terrorist young men. We have gang young men. It's all young men, and they had a 20-year period from 84 to 2004 to prepare, 2004 to 2024 for their power, which will begin to wane as women replace it. It was ever that. You can go back in history, and you'll see the same patterns. Wow. After World War II, we put all these strong men in because we need to build the world again. So we had, tw- you know, blah, 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 blah. So now it's the female, middle age female turn. And you want to take wow. a look at a blueprint is long. Our lives should be long. We don't. We just we check ourselves out because we burn out the body. We just abuse mm, it. That's interesting. So yeah, we we, we only had, if you knew when you were born you'd only get one car all your life, that's it. You would take care of it. But if you knew you were going to have one body or one car and that was it, you would take care of it. But you don't. So we're out of here way too early. We degenerate ourselves out. And we burn out because we, especially in America, you have to be successful. So it's all this individual success. So you give up everything for the business, the company. You sleep in the company. You do. You eat wrong. Yeah. You, you know. And you, and you, and then you have degenerative diseases which take you out early. Mm. You do, God, that's such you, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And then so that when we're looking, well, how come we got all these things? Well, just take a look at what you've been doing since you were born. 
you know, mm-hmm. anything, you know, it was, we get little sleep. We don't put our, our body first. We do stupid things with diets, and then we do stupid things with drinking or drugs. America is a five country. It was born on July 4, 1776, so it's a five country. Fives indulge in the five senses. So America indulges Ooh. in drugs, sex, rock and roll, food, gambling, you know, booze. Mm-hmm. This is what it does. Oh, it does. You're so right, Gail. Oh, my God. That is. If you go to a oh. five city, guess what five city is a five city? Vegas. Oh, it's a five city. Vegas is? Oh, yes. my God. Okay. So oh. if, you oh, have God. A, if you're a five life path, you know, or your life has a five, you want to think twice before you move to Vegas because it's too <laughs> tempting. <laughs> oh my god that makes so much every sense. city every oh. state has a life path and and california's is a five so california is a catalyst of change for the country that's what a five does it's a catalyst of change the country of the united states is a catalyst of change for the world so you have we're the catalyst of change for the country and the country is the catalyst of change for the world so California, with all 40 million, plays a huge role in what happens in this country. That's why you have like yeah, Trump everyone can't seems to look stand here. it. Yeah, can't, yeah, Trump can't stand it because we're too big. We do things before everybody else does, and they get so pissed. Mm-hmm. And, a lot and, of ingenuity you know, coming from here, right? Yeah, innovation and ingenuity. Yes, and environmental, also it has a prominent one in seven for its personality and and destiny, so it's very prominently environmentally sound, with seven rules the environment. And guess what Jerry Brown was? He was a five-life path, too. So we had a five, you know, no wonder we had him so long. He just fit this place, and he wasn't afraid, and he just went out and did bold things. He didn't care. That's a true five. He didn't care. He didn't care. But he was so smart because he had all that seven, so he could win in an argument any day of the week. Make mm-hmm. you know, and 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 be a good winner. You know, he's just that was it. But it's fascinating. Once you know a person's life path, you know their destiny. You can you get if you get good enough at it, you can be next to a person and feel their numbers. They just have to open their mouth because they're oh, in the I vibration like of their numbers. Of their number. Yeah, so you have to combine you have to combine their astrology with their numerology to get the real picture. But you also get a half mm-hmm. half baked loaf, you know? So you mm-hmm. combine the name, the date of birth with the date of birth and you get the whole picture. You understand the energy package they get and you get their structure of the house they're gonna be living in their whole life. It's yeah, and I important. think with these changing times, um, it's really important to fi- get that blueprint. Because totally. Especially as there's right more and more change. When Pluto goes into Aquarius, I mean the up the disruption. There's going to be a lot of opportunity. I feel if people authentically know what they're about, you know, and what they. Oh yeah. Need to well, be when Pluto on. goes into Aquarius we'll start to revert back to the citizens. Right now it's all corporate and government until the, until we um, get out of Pluto and Capricorn. But we'll start getting out when Saturn goes into Aquarius the end of on December 2020. Just, and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, Saturn will go into Aquarius 
and you'll start to see some changes January 2021. So I think that um, you'll start to see the break. You'll see some of this government and because right now the government's just in favor of corporations, corporations rule the day. That's not going to be the case. You're going to have a lot of upheaval in the 20s, tremendous upheaval Mm -hmm. coming in the 20s. You know, when you get into and and then changes to the um, Constitution with the different amendments at the end of the 20s. But you're going to have to go another 10 years. That's where we're going to start. Yeah. 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 That's where we're really going to start seeing, yeah, a lot of changes. I thought it was 20. So it's 2020 that Saturn goes into. January, um, December 2020th, it leaves Capricorn. Yeah, okay. And so January 21, we have Aquarius Saturn. And then that oh, starts yeah, making I, hope, I thought it was this year. I thought it was the end I'm of this sorry. year. I'm so sorry. I wish it was this year. year. <laughs> no, it's the end of December. It's it's the end of 2020. So, you know, we okay. could have a lot of changes uh, at that next election due to that. But it, unfortunately, the election is taking place with Saturn and Capricorn. But, yeah, um, no, in the old order. You know, but why we ha- the more you right now, the harder you try to go against government rules, regulations, the harder they're going to clamp down on you. So you eat mm-hmm. your spinach right now until this period's over, till we get out of Saturn and oh, Aquarius. Point. We get to Saturn and Aquarius. So another January 2021, folks, a little, bit, a little bit of comfort, and then by the time we get to 2024, this damn 16-year period of changing America from its inside out, America will no longer mm-hmm. be number one in the world. When yeah. this is done, no. I, well, I had heard, and this has been a you know metaphysical, I don't know, spiritualist, esoteric behind the scenes um, forecast. I've known since I guess the eighty. I want to get your take on that. The quote unquote plan has been all along to take down the United States because of because of its strength, its individuality, that the individuality, the innovation for the things that you said, the leader, the, you know, more millionaires, billionaires. I would disagree I mean, with that. See? I would, I would completely oh, disagree okay. with that because I, like I know America's Yay. birth chart. I know in, in putting this country together, it took many, many years to put this thing together before it ever came 1776. You know, this is higher forces put this together and it was to usher in this age, which is a 2,200-year period, or at least 2,000. And we had to usher it in to get it off the ground. And so as we go okay. deeper into this age, no, it isn't about destruction. Actually, America has a fabulous chart. Elinger. It just has lousy transits right now. Uh, okay. okay. And well, America I like hearing is re- that. I like hearing That's why I asked you. Yeah, yeah America is revisiting so the feel- American Revolution. It's going back to the transit. Okay. The only other time Pluto was in Capricorn was at the time of the American Revolution. So this is a very right. revolutionary period. And so you're going to see some type of revolution. Not necessarily okay. what we had before, but this is what it is. No, right. America has a fabulous, fabulous chart. She has like a Bill Gates chart. She will be very mm, comfortable again, okay. but she's gotten off the rails because she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing for her from mm-hmm. her formation. She has gotten into so the capitalist few, stuff. To, to wrap, so you and you say America will no longer be number one. Is that just right. economically? Right. Okay. It'll be a shared power of the world. A shared power. Yes. Okay. She will be a citizen rather than the, the big kid on the block. You know what I mean? She'll be okay. a citizen of the yes, world. Right now, that makes sense. She, she's she's got to stop acting like a teenager. Mm-hmm. 
So these are the growths. You're talking the transit. These are the growths. Yeah, these are not fun. Yeah, these are the growing pains. But then what's fitting in more with that Aquarian age or the, you know, the new merging consciousness of the new paradigm, what I'm hearing from you is that, I like how you said it, shared. So it's not the big bully or big kid or big something. It's a shared economy. No, she's not going to be able to do that. She's not going to be able to do that anymore. And so you're seeing the complete abuse of it. You know, it's like Trump wants to really go out there and try to be what he, what we used to be. And the world is, you know, is Changed. saying, what are you, nuts? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so Different. he doesn't get it because he's stuck still somewhere. Well, if you look at, you know, you look at his birth chart, you understand why he's still back at age 12, you know, oh. where his, his father, he never could please his dad. Yeah. And he's his father thought he was a screw up. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's where he's still doing it. So he's trying to show him that he's not. So he has to win mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. The wounding. In wrapping, yeah. uh, now that I brought it, God, yeah, I can have you on forever. Uh, do you feel that we're going to live out? Well, it, it seems like by what you said with the Piscean age, because there's so much living out the wound. I mean, when I look at him, I just I just see all this wounding, you know. In the new paradigm, in the Aquarian, will there be less living out of this wound that we're seeing now? Like, Well, that's going to take time. But yes, okay. of course. And the further we get away from the Piscean age, the better. The further we get okay. away from oil, which is a symbol of the Piscean age, because it's underground water, it's underground fluid, I should say. The, the Oil is a Piscean, you know, these are the age of the people who... Mm-hmm. The, the, fuel age of the fuel people and so Mm -hmm. as we get further away from that you have less of this torturous suffering that people you know that all this religious stuff i will tell you that by 2080 it would be so Mm -hmm. odd to have anybody in a religion nobody there's nobody's in religions they don't they'll think you're Mm -hmm. crazy yeah so this is this Mm. is coming so right now we can't, you know, we think our future is based on our past. No, no, mm-hmm. it's different. It's going into a higher level. It's going to go into stuff we can't even imagine right now. But religion is not in it. And so no. all this goofy stuff with abortion and goofy stuff, actually the Catholic Church in 1859, you could have an abortion through the fifth month because they didn't believe the soul entered the body before then. So it was allowed by the Catholic wow. Church. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah. So anyway, in closing, what can people do individually? I mean, obviously your newsletter. Let's talk about how again how people can contact you. But one well, they suggestion you would me. give. Yeah, they can contact me on um, www.gailminogue.com. I post. I try to post each week. I was sick for a month okay. and I just couldn't do anything. But they can get my newsletter there. They can sign up and get it. Um, I also have two besides my book which I highly recommend. That sounds very self-serving, but I do highly recommend it because it's yeah. very helpful. Well, and also, yeah, if it's helpful, it doesn't matter if you wrote it or someone else. You got Yeah, someone else. It's just it's helpful. <laughs> it's helpful for people who don't yeah. know a lot about any of this. And, it, and, and it, mm-hmm. even your license plate number is important, and we'll tell you why. But anyway, um, and even if you didn't mm. pick it and the DMV did, the other thing is I have an audio out on the rise and power of the women. It's a two-hour audio and a two-hour video, and those ah. are available on my website. And they just came out from a talk I gave, a two-hour talk with no break in Houston. And um, so I think people would like that, too, and I think they'll learn a lot. So that's available. Yes. I mean, ah, 
Please, yeah. I think you're such a uh, wealth of information and insight too, Pombo. I love it. Information, wisdom, and insight. Um, and yeah, now what if someone wanted to um, look at their path, their chart, look or they look at their blueprint? Their chart. Yeah, just email mm-hmm. me, Gail at GailMinogue.com, and and I'll answer your questions. I have an 800 number which you can text to as well, and it's live, okay. or you can leave a message. You know. Eight hundred six hundred zero two five six. It's a real eight hundred number. Eight hundred six hundred zero two five six. And so you know, whatever. Perfect. You know, I guess thank try you for to help. taking the time. I'm glad you're thank feeling you. better. Uh, you have an open invite. If you have anything ever going on, just send me, you know, or send Sadie a press release. Oh, thank you. Yeah, or, I put on, I just and love I'm, to have you back on. Hmm? Oh, thank you. That was so so nice of you. And thank you, listening audience, for staying with me. Thank you. Ah, beautiful. All right, Gail, you take good care. And again, thanks for spending time with us here you on bet. Awakenings. Okay. Bye. Love this conversation. Um, what awakening dialogue. Again, our guest is Gail Minogue, and you can find out more information about her at gailminogue.com, G-A-I-L-M-I-N-O-G-U-E. And uh, her book, her most recent book is Divine Design, How You Are Living the Life You Created. Uh, lots of questions. Hope to have her back on again. And always great to connect with all of you as well. Um, you guys really make the show. Thank you, those that called in. Um, those of you that sent email questions in, thank you, thank you. The ones that I didn't get to, I will uh, next week. And we are here every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?